Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Tanya Burton. And if you're new to listening, my goal as a fitness professional is to help you uh, lose weight, enjoy the journey, and create a better lifestyle that is sustainable. So with every episode, I give out helpful tips and advice. If you enjoy it, feel free to share and like the episode. All right, so I am actually outside right now drinking my cup of coffee, about to record this podcast because it's beautiful outside and I thought it'd be great to record it out here. So if you hear some birds chirping, uh, that's why. (laughs) So today's a really important topic. Um, I had a lot of moms reach out to me the last few days and even bring their kids to my office to take their in-body scan because they want their kids to be healthier or you know kids are growing up to be teenagers and the teenagers are in sports and they want to learn what does it mean to be healthier okay so this episode is for all the moms and kids out there that want to live a healthier lifestyle and want to learn what does that actually look like so you might say um tanya my kids only like hot dogs and pizza and mac and cheese and chicken tenders like they don't eat fruits and vegetables they don't eat healthy food you know i buy them and i just throw them away because nobody buy nobody eats their fruits and the lettuce that i buy okay so what i'm gonna do today i hear your i hear what you're saying i get it but what i'm gonna do today is i'm gonna challenge you and i'm gonna inspire you to take on a few different actions this week that will help your kids start living healthier lifestyles okay so i'm going to help you today with four areas okay four tips for today you ready let's do this okay so number one communicate all right i challenge you to do it today or even tomorrow just sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and ask your kids questions of what they actually enjoy eating so you might think that might be a little ridiculous but I'm gonna give you a quick story. So I had a mom come in with her boys and her boys are in sports, okay? And you know, she's like, Tanya, you know, they they like a lot of junk food, like they like Doritos and you know, they like prepackaged foods. And I hear that and I understand that fully. And so I just turned to them and I just asked, hey, what's your favorite fruit? And they're like, oh, I love berries and I love strawberries and I love watermelon. And I looked at the mom and saying, hey, that's your grocery list buy what they enjoy so we could buy apples but if the kids don't like apples even though we're buying fruit they're not going to eat what they don't like so take out a piece of paper and just ask your kids or even if they're driving just make a mental note like if you're just wanting to talk to them hey what's your favorite fruit and start just making a mental note okay pineapples strawberries peaches grapefruit what's your favorite vegetables and i know vegetables aren't like the popular thing to eat for kids i totally get it i was one of those kids But what I did enjoy, my mom constantly made me. Like I loved salads, loved them. And so with every meal, she would make some. Eventually I grew to like, you know, broccoli and cauliflower and all that good stuff, but it took me a while. I mean, literally uh, because I married my husband, I, the past five years is the only five years that I've been eating green beans because we're just not green. I'm not a green bean person. And so I didn't know I liked it until he started uh, making it. And I'm like, oh wow, this is actually a vegetable I like. So now it's in my grocery cart. So just being creative of what vegetables do they like? And if they only like green beans, cucumbers, and a potato, then just start there. Just start creating meals with those things, okay? It doesn't have to be like 20 items that we anticipate. Just one or two new fresh items, things that come from the ground, it's, it's gonna make an impact on, on their health. And here's the thing, as you ask them those questions, 
boom, there goes your grocery list. But we need to take it a step further than that. Um, or before I get into that part, if they don't know what they like, maybe they're like, gosh, I haven't had it in a long time. I don't know what fruits and vegetables I like. This is what I challenge you to do. The next time you go grocery shopping, take them through each of the produce aisle. Just go back and forth and have them look at it. Sometimes I have to do this with myself because I forget some of the fruits and vegetables that I used to like because we're so used to like beelining to, okay, I'm going to grab this, this, and this, and then you go on to the meat and the dairy, right? So just take the time and go through it. Like the other day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot I like kiwis. So I put that in my cart. You know, bananas, forgot I like those, put those in the cart. Whereas I'm so used to, okay, I got my salad stuff, I got apples, um, I got peaches and I walk out. So just taking the time to go through all the aisles and notice, okay, oh yeah, I like these, throw them in the cart, okay? Uh, but just taking it a step further from that. So don't just buy it and keep it in the refrigerator because kids, they, they want convenient food. So they're going to go over the cabinets right before they go in the refrigerator or whatever's on the counter. So if you make it more uh, accessible, they're going to eat it more. So I had another mom come in and her son said he likes apples. And the mom's like, well, I buy him apples, but he doesn't eat them. And I looked at him and I said, would you be more likely to eat them if they were sliced up? And he goes, there it is. That's exactly, that's when I would eat them if they were sliced up and washed for me. And I know as a mom, you're busy. You're like, you can, you can slice your own apples, but it's a hundred percent true. If that's the step that we need to take for them to start eating healthier, then let's start with that or show them how to cut an apple if they're young. You know what I mean? Like if they're 10 years old and they never cut one, you know, if you're, if you're okay with your kid using a knife at that age, you know, just walking them through it of how to, to cut it out and peel it and stuff like that. So I know as a kid, I would never eat fruit. Like that wasn't on my radar. It's like, give me the closest bag of chips right now, right? Like that's what we want because it tastes good and it's convenient. But every time my mom peeled an apple and cut it up, I mean, I was just munching on those and snacking on them. So it's not a matter of us, you know, the kids not liking fruit or vegetables. It's how easy accessible is it to us? In what ways do they like it? Do your kids like apples with peanut butter? Now, I know peanut butter is a little bit higher in calories, but hey, at least they're eating fruit. Let's just start there. That's a better option than a bag of Doritos, right? So have it easy accessible. With some of my clients, they have like those really pretty bowls and they're divided up. And then one little bowl, there's berries. And then the other bowl, it's grapes. And then in the other bowl, it's sliced apples. So as the kids are walking past, if they're going to munch on something, it's better they grab a handful of berries or fresh fruit, especially right now because it's so good, rather than, oh, there's little Debbie's on the counter. I'm just going to grab that and eat it, right? So kids just, if they want to snack on something, start training them to snack on their favorite fruits because what you're doing now especially when they're in your house is you're setting them up to how are they going to eat when they go off to college you know taking the time to show them hey let's make sure our plates are colorful that it's not just like brown and yellow colors like mac and cheese and rolls and chicken tenders let's add some color to the plate okay so that's number one communication talk to your kids and just ask them hey what are your favorite fruits give me two two of your favorite fruits let's do this Favorite vegetables, favorite lean meat. What do you, you know, do they like chicken? Do they like fish? Like the, the boys in my office are like, yeah, we love tilapia. And I'm like, there you go. Have that tonight. Start, if they enjoy it, make it, make it a priority. Okay, that's what we're going to eat next. Because if they're on and they enjoy eating healthy, let's make that consistent effort to make it as healthy as possible. Right now, while it's summertime and they're not busy, crazy in school, let's start implementing those staple healthy meals now and teaching them 
what a healthy meal looks like, okay? And with one of them, um, I asked him, because he's like, Tanya, I want to eat healthy, but I don't know what that looks like. I'm like, well, what's your favorite meat? And he was like, I like chicken. Great. What other what other vegetables do you like with that? He goes, well, I like green beans. I'm like, great. Give me one more. Give me more of a carby. He goes, well, I like potatoes. And I go, that is literally your dinner tonight. You got a good source of chicken, a good source of protein, I mean. You got a vegetable and it's colorful, green beans. And then you got a baked potato that's your carbs. That is what a healthy meal looks like. And he felt so much better and he couldn't wait to go to the store to make sure that he had all three ingredients. Okay? I hope that makes sense. Okay? So, challenge for today. Ask your kids, what are your favorite fruits and vegetables? And put it on your grocery list and make it happen. Okay? Number two, remove the junk. Okay, now, I'm not saying you got to throw all your goodies away and throw away your chips and your pizza boxes. But what I'm challenging you to do is make it harder to find. You know, maybe your pizza's in a different refrigerator, like the one in the garage, or on the bottom shelf instead of, like, at eye level, okay? Because if it's on the bottom, it's harder to see, and we're going to forget it more than if it's, like, right in your face. Because if it's in your face, you won't crave it until you eat it, right? So maybe, um, especially on the cabinets, um... I know a lot of times that you, you know, I like I know I should have it in my house just in case but I know if it's at eye level I'm gonna eat it so I sometimes I'll throw it on the very top shelf or I'll put it in like a top shelf where I really don't look at like I don't really often open up that cabinet maybe it's like extra plates or something or like paper plates that's when I'll sometimes put my goodies like at the very top because I really open it up which means I'll forget about it okay so um, with some of my clients they will have their kids have their own cabinets hey, this is for you, this is for you, this is for you. So if they like certain things, you know, with one of my clients, they're like, his cabinet is just full of rice cakes. He loves them. So it's a, it, it is something processed, but at least it's healthier than like family-sized bag of chips, okay? Um, so making it harder to find is a lot easier. And then I challenge you to do this today as well. A lot of challenges are going out for you moms because you don't have a busy enough schedule, right? You're like, Tanya, you're a jerk. Like I have enough stuff going on. But this is what I challenge you to do this week. We, we do this spring cleaning, like we'll clean out the cabinets, but really we should make this a habit of every single month because every single month is about a, it's a, a new season and new goodies come in, you know, through, you know, the stores. But I challenge you like this, it's the beginning of July, okay, right now as I'm recording this. Take the time to clean out your cabinets, okay? If there's Easter candy still there or Christmas candy, give it away or throw it away. Just get rid of it, okay? We don't need that right now. There's still pastries from Christmas or Halloween let's get rid of it let's toss it you ain't missing out on anything you don't need it right it's not a live or die situation so take the time this weekend to clean it out and if you remove the junk they're less likely to eat the junk okay remember your kids eat what you buy so we can't be upset with them eating Doritos if that's what we're buying them Maybe it's this time we, we buy individual bags and you give them a rule of only one bag, right? Something like that. So I'm not saying remove all the junk, but limit it and maybe try to hide it or put it in a place where they're really not gonna, it's not easy access to them, okay? So that is number two. Um, number three, set some ground rules. And I was kind of touching base on this with my last point, but um, finding just a conversation with them on, you know, when you were, um, well, uh, for instance, from when I was growing up, sorry, I, like totally lost my mind. Somebody messaged me and you got to start reading it. Right. So anyway, um, so setting some ground rules when I was growing up, it's so funny that I remember this, but 
My mom would buy ice cream in the summertime and we'd love our ice cream and little popsicle sticks. But my mom made a rule of only one per day. So it doesn't matter when we ate it, you know, preferably, you know, after lunch or dinner or whatever, but we only could have one. And we were so religious about it. Like, even if we try to get the second one, my siblings are like, no, Tanya, you could only have one because that's the rule. And so that made it a lot easier. And I actually enjoyed it more because if you only have one of something, like you take your time eating it rather than if it's an unlimited amount, goodness, you open that bag of chips, you're going to eat it all till there's nothing left, right? Um, something interesting my sister-in-law did, Vita, with uh, her girls, all three girls wanted soda. And she said, okay, you can have some soda, but you need to drink one cup of water before you have some soda. Just having that rule of, okay, if you're actually hungry, if you actually want something that's a treat, let's first make a good decision by drinking some water. They drink a cup of water and they were so full from that cup of water. They're like, well, I don't want any soda now. So that was actually like a good learning experience of let's have something first. And then they really wouldn't, they would, they just save themselves all that sugary stuff of the soda. Not that they can't have it, but it's a great rule to have, okay, if you want something first, let's drink some water, teaching the kids to drink water first and then they could have their treat. Okay. Um, Or whatever the ground rules could be. So maybe it's instead of um, if they're hungry, automatically grabbing a bag of chips or some ice cream or something that's prepackaged, teaching them, okay, if you're hungry, let's eat a piece of fruit first. And if you're still hungry after that, then we'll do something else. But teaching them those guidelines, or let's say they had like a bag of chips, and I'm sticking with Doritos for some reason, so I'm just gonna stick with that the rest of the podcast. But let's say they have a bag of Doritos. So teach them, okay, your next choice has to be something healthy. You can't, uh, let's avoid eating two unhealthy things back to back. So all of a sudden they could have their Doritos and not feel bad about it, but their next choice should be uh, like, a piece of fruit, a piece of vegetable, something that's a healthier choice, okay? Um, Because when you give them options and set up some rules, you're training them to think differently of, it's not whatever sounds good or whatever it is, it's what's best for my health. And I can splurge and eat something like a bag of chips, a good individual serving, but I really should, my next choice, have something healthier for my body, okay? Um, And finally, number three, I guess I had three points for some reason. I thought I had four. So we're just sticking to three. Sorry, my coffee's kicking in right now. So apparently I can't count. But <laughs> um, Or maybe that's four. Anyway, you still love me no matter what if I can't count. If you've been in my boot camp classes, you know I don't count really well. Anyway, finally, my last point is find activities to do together. Here's the thing. Your kids are super, super, super active, right? And they're super creative, So just taking the time and just asking them, hey, what do you guys want to do? Or maybe what do you want to learn? What do you want to learn how to do? Whether that's gymnastics or learning to throw the ball a certain way. Who could we meet? Who could we, maybe we could do additional coaching or reach out to somebody they admire and learn something else. You know, just taking the time to step out of their comfort zone of sitting on the tablet or watching TV. Kids want to be active. Kids want to learn. So dialing in on what are their hobbies, hobbies, and how can we dial in more on that? Or what do, what else do they want to learn? You know, and it's so interesting to ask them that. Like, what else could we do? Like with my nieces, I'll ask them like, hey, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to learn? What do you want to accomplish? Yes, I talk to my nieces that way. I'm weird aunt that way. But with one of them, they're like, Tanya, I want to write a book. And I'm like, let's do that. Maybe that's not super active, but that's stepping away from 
being on a tablet or watching TV and learning something, you know, besides just sitting there. So her learning a new skill of, of writing, doing something else. So it doesn't have to be extravagant. It could be scrapbooking. It could be learning how to play frisbee, uh, swimming, rock climbing. You know, it could be where do you, where, where could we travel in Branson or in Missouri that's outside? You know, have they ever been canoeing or paddle boarding or just something different and just flexing that muscle of how could we be active as a family what else could we do that's not once a year type of activities but what could we do at least once a month that we could do together okay the more we flex that muscle of let's stay active the more likely they will continue to be active because when you're in motion when your body's in motion it wants to stay in motion so if we are very lethargic and tired and just sit around all day, that's going to be our norm and that's what we're going to want to continue doing. So it's important right now as their kids and teenagers to put them into sports or putting them in some type of activity that forces them to move or being a part of their hobbies of what do they like doing and encouraging them to keep doing it. Now that doesn't mean they have to do all the sports in the world, but at least something. Helping them engage into whatever they're interested in. Okay, So I'm just throwing out ideas of Find ways to be active with your kids and be a part of their childhood and um, just asking them that question. Really, kids are super creative, like I said. So if you just ask them, hey, what do you guys want to do? Where do you want to go? I love asking my nieces that because they'll come up with so many great answers. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so creative. Like, I wish I had that part of them again. Like, where's that childhood inside of me of being creative and not sticking to the same boring routine and, you know, just taking a day to day and not having anything to look forward to. But if you plan a trip, hey, in two weeks we're going to do this. It gets them excited. It gets them away from the world of the phone or the tablet or the TV. And they actually start living instead of watching people live their lives. They're actually living their lives. Okay. So um, that's what I just challenge you uh, to do as well. So you got a couple challenges today. And one of them is ask them what foods they like that are healthy. And if they don't know, walk them through the produce and let them pick one or two items. Having it easily available for them, either pre-slicing it or having it on your countertops. Um, removing the junk food from your house. So if you have a lot of it, moving it in a different location, or maybe it's really tossing it out. Like you don't need, you know, candy and stuff like that from Christmas time. You know, maybe it's talking to them and setting those ground rules of whatever that means to you. I was just throwing out ideas. There's no right or wrong answer, but if you want your kids to start eating healthier, what does that mean? What are some rules that we can set in place um, that's easy for them? Maybe it's Hey, make sure, like like we said before, you know, growing up, eat your vegetables. Well, maybe we need to bring that back. Maybe we need to uh, be more strict on that or whatever it means. And, you know, if they have chicken dinners and fries, maybe it's we, can, we don't have two fried foods on our plate. Maybe we have one and we have to choose a healthier option, a colorful option. Whatever it may be. Like with my sister-in-law, it was drink water before... Uh, having soda or drink water she does that all the time drink water drink water you know so uh, she's really instilled that in them of being hydrated before they decide to devour everything so um, and finally find some activities either one or two things something that they could look forward to that they could plan out that would get them excited to be active outside to learn a new skill or just have activities and hobbies to do that don't include sitting and watching through the phone or the tablet okay so that is my episode for today. Um, if your kids are over seven years old and you would like for them to get an in-body scan, for them to see their, you know, what their body's made up of now, um, it's really encouraging. I've had a lot of parents love that their kids are getting an in-body scan and then setting up their appointment for next time. That way they could see in a month or two, you know, as they implement this, these healthier habits and um, being more active, how that helps the kids feel better, but also see it on their scan of, wow, look how much 
weight you lost or body fat or how much muscle you gained or you increased your water intake and it shows. So it's more than just weight or how much fat they've lost. It's more of checking in and making sure that they're making healthier choices. And because of their healthy choices, look how their body's responding. They're feeling better. They're feeling more energized. Um, you know, they just feel more full because they're eating more whole foods and they're performing better in, in their athletic sports because they've lost weight. So they don't have as much to carry and their endurance is better. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I always like to make a uh, podcast when I have a lot of people asking about the same questions. And this week it's all been about kids and teenagers and what does it mean to be healthy? So I hope this is a good starting point. You don't have to do all three or four points that I did. I don't know how many I did, but just start somewhere, okay? This goal, this podcast was just encourage you and inspire you of where, where can we start being healthier as a family, okay? And you know what's true for you. There's no right or wrong answer as long as you implement something that's awesome, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you ever have any questions, you want to set up your in-body scan with me for your kids uh, or even with yourself in general, feel free to email me, Tanya Burton at thedietdoc.com and we'll set up a time. Um, I'm pretty booked um, the next two weeks. So if you uh, were looking at something further than that, my spots get filled up super, super quickly. So feel free to message me, uh, Tanya Burton at thedietdoc.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A Burton at thedietdoc.com or feel free to follow me on social media uh, the diet doc sedalia and jeff city um, or tanya burton on instagram so thank you so much for listening i know your health is important to you because you're showing up today and you're listening so if you ever need anything my goal is to help you encourage you inspire you motivate you keep you accountable giving you ideas to create a sustainable life not a fad diet not just eat this and do this workout it's so much more than that as you already noticed because your spouse is involved your family's involved and it's important to create something that works best for you so i'm here to help you any way i can thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you later